The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, your ambassador for water here at WTBR 89.7 FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, bringing new water consciousness from here to around the world. Very excited to be with you today. We have a great guest, Claire Leahy, who sits in the direct pathway of the PC, proposed PCB dump in Lee, which in the abundance of water, which the food will get thirsty. It'll be an opportunity to talk with Claire Leahy in a little bit. A time she'll talk about her direct impact or being directly impacted by a proposed PCB dump which is up for re reconsideration with a recent non-binding resolution down in Lee, Massachusetts. This is a national issue, if not an international issue, where local townspeople are getting involved and in how they see they want the future to go for their awesome precious little town here in Berkshire County. So uh on August 18th, actually, there's going to be something where the city of the town of Lee is going to be starting to discuss that whole issue regarding the end of river agreement, which was brought up in a non-binding resolution in a recent election. So in the world of democracy, voters do count when it comes to placing a PCB dump, even if it proposed. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later on today in about 20 minutes. Actually, no, make that about 30 minutes. So Claire will be with us and sharing her story. We got more coming to you. We got some news coming your way. We got some uh, water quotes coming your way. But first, we got a tune. And this is by Gordon Lightfoot. And this is The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down At the big lake they call Gitchagumi the lake, it is said, never gives up her dead When the skies of November turn gloomy With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty 
That good shipping true was a bone to be chewed When the gales of November came early The ship was the pride of the American side Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Tattletail sound and the wave broke over the railing. And every man knew as the captain did too, twas the witch of November come stealing. The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait when the gales of November came slashing. When afternoon came, it was freezing rain. In the face of a hurricane west wind When supper time came The old cook came on deck Saying, fellas, it's too rough to feed you p.m. a main hatchway gave in He said, fellas, it's been good to know you The captain wired in, he had water coming in And the good ship and crew was in peril And later that night when his lights went out of sight Came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald Does anyone know where the love of God goes When the waves turn the minutes to hours The searchers all say they'd have made Whitefish Bay If they'd put 15 more miles behind her They might have split up or they might have capsized They may have broke deep and took water all that remains is the faces and the names Of the wives and the sons and the daughters Lake Huron Roll Superior Sings in the rooms of her ice water mansion Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams The islands and bays are for sportsmen And farther below Lake Ontario Takes in what Lake Erie can send her The iron boats go as the mariners all know With the gales of November remembered
In a musty old hall in Detroit They prayed in the Maritime Sailor's Cathedral The church bell chimed till it rang 29 times For each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald The legend lives on from the Chippewa Down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi Superior, they said, never gives up her dead When the gales of November come early
You're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. I am your super water man, your ambassador for water. A little note is that the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not, do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Just heard Rivers of Babylon by Boney M. And a really cool, cool tune from Night Flight to Venus. And that was the album it came off. And before that, we had the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald story of a ship that went down in the Great Lakes by Gordon Lightfoot. Summertime Dream was the album that came from where it came and here's another really cool thing that you should know this quote from Christopher Hitchens owners of dogs will have noticed that if you provide them with food and water and shelter and affection they will think you are a god whereas owners of cats are compelled to realize that if you provide them with food and water and shelter and affection they draw the conclusion that they are gods. Interesting note. And that was from a book that uh, Christopher Hitchens wrote, The Portable Atheist, Essential Readings for the Non-Believer. Except here, here, we believe in the power of water. Why? Why? I'll just give you like a daily from my life. I go into this little stream behind my home. And this is a really cold mountain hill stream. And it's cold. Water's cold. And before I get in, I have all the troubles of my day. Like what I have to do. I have to get ready for the show. I have all these errands. I got these events going on. And then I'm like, I leave it. And then I get in the water for about 15 minutes, listen to the water, get wet. And then when I get out, all those same concerns remain. However, my mind is then at a beta, a, a theta, a theta space where you're like, I'm, I'm clear. Anything I have going on, I could take on with more clarity and more power. And that's what makes water so cool. We got some water news coming your way. And this is from a day ago from The Guardian. A moment of reckoning for the water industry. What does that actually mean? And that's in the UK. Warning about the UK's fragile water supplies have been ignored for years, write Michael Norton, plus letters. Let's go see, what does this say? News about water shortages, that's nothing new. From the Guardian. It brings with it a distinct feeling of deja vu, the summer of 2012. England's water supply was in a similar situation. The Institution of Civil Engineers, whose water expert panel 
that was chaired just published its State of the Nation report, which pointed to a rating of 4 out of 10 for the UK's water security. We recommend full domestic metering with progressive tariff structures, ambitious water resource developments to benefit people and agriculture. We're engaged with the Department of Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs, but the view there was a full domestic metering was unnecessary and that new water resource investments could wait. Ten years on, they're in a worse position. Farmers lack water for irrigation, and an increasing number of households are experiencing water restrictions. Water companies have little or no storage largely due to the view of regulator that customers are unable to afford raised tariffs and that resilience can be achieved in other ways. A little shortage going on over there in England, you know, the UK. And, you know, there's no... Here's the thing. Bring a little water consciousness to it. Water... Water has a cycle, water has a way of being, and the way we're treating it like some resource commodity, some thing, vastly underrates the value of that said H2O. And that's my opinion. And in about 15 minutes, we're gonna bring on uh, Claire, Claire Haley, who actually is uh, someone who... No, it's Claire Haney. Claire is someone who many people may know through the local tennis uh, world uh, here in Berkshire County, but she's also in the direct line of sight of the proposed sighting of the PCB uh, dump few hundred yards away and we're going to get her story about what she feels about that uh, proposed dump in Lee Massachusetts from her perspective as someone who's directly impacted so stay tuned she'll be on in another 15 minutes we got some more music coming your way and this is by fish waiting in the velvet sea You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O.
I'm sailing for tomorrow My dreams are a-dying And my love is an anchor tied to you Tied with a silver chain I have my ship And all her flags are a-flying She is all that I have left And music is her name Think about Think about how many times something from us. Nice. Easy. Up There's just one thing. Down in the city. You see, we never, ever do nothing. For the man nice. Night Easy. Day. We always But do it. Never lost nice. One and rough. And now we're But we're going to take the beginning of this song the thing and do it. Been. Easy. Big But then we're going to do the finish.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super water man, Leslie Gabriel, your ambassador for water. And you were listening to Proud Mary getting on down to the river uh, from her What's Love Got to Do With It album, singing Proud Mary. Gotta love Tina Turner. And before that, we had Southern Cross, Crosby, Stills, and Nash from their Daylight Again album. Why water? Why not? I guess the question to ask is, what does water mean to you? Is it worthwhile? Is it something that you can build a culture around? Well, that's the experiment here on And So It Flows. And while we're here, super happy to have a guest, uh, Claire. Claire, can you hear us? Hello. I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, definitely okay. can. Claire Leahy. Leahy. And that's uh, C-L-A-R-E. Right. No I. Yes. Okay. That's great. And you also have a nickname. Do you want to share that oh, nickname? Oh, yes. A lot of people know me as Bunny because that's kind of my tennis name because I do a lot of tennis programs oh. in the county. Okay. So that's that. <laughs> so yeah, so tennis and hydration and tennis and does not really tie into to, what we're going to talk yeah, about. So right yeah, so yeah, it's like the but, connection of how water intersects with everything. And and you're like here to talk about your personal my personal experience with um the Hustonic River which is polluted from General Electric's dumping of PCBs over many, many years. And many of you have probably heard that there is a cleanup planned. And what I'm here about is my house is within a half mile of where they plan to dump all the PCBs. That's and like a uh, half mile is how many yards? It's about a thousand uh, yards. Oh, uh, I think it's more than that. It's um, several football fields, I okay, guess. Okay, yeah, like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I guess what's important is we're kind of downhill from this dump, which is right beside the river. So we have many concerns about it, not only health, but the environment because it's a beautiful part of our neighborhood and also just the justice of GE taking PCBs out of the river that they put there that are toxic and have been poisoning people up and down the river. There's no question about that over many, many, many years. Um, everybody says it's anecdotal evidence, but the health records show that there's an unbelievable amount of cancers and other illnesses along the Housatonic River corridor. So wow, wow. Yeah. So yeah. So how, when did you get involved in this? Uh, uh, you know, I I personally haven't been living ever in Lee personally, and tell me about like how long have you been? active in the no dump in my neighborhood or even in our county no dump of these poisons in lee massachusetts how long have you been part of that you know group of people 
participating to move it out of the way? I think it's been probably five years, and I wish it had been most much sooner, uh, way back when my children were little. Um, I'm 81 now. My husband's 83. And it, back then, Pittsfield was facing the pollution and the cleanup, and there was the talk about the dump and the dump next to the school, which did happen here in Pittsfield. And this is the rest of the river now. So I feel like if I had been involved back then, how many years, 40, 50 years ago, wow. I would have been able to have a little more effect and, and I might see the cleanup in my lifetime. But it's only been over the last several years that we have learned that PCBs can become airborne and travel through the air. I always knew that we lived right on the river and that we had had some illnesses in the family that possibly could have been connected to PCBs. But I didn't really understand the full danger and abilities of these toxins wow. to infect people and reach get into their bodies so, wow i had a uh, i had a quick question i mean you're 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 a mom you you've raised children yes uh and maybe even a grandma by now a great grandmother great grandma okay <laughs> yeah. great so i'm sure you yourself and 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 your your kids have told their kids um to clean up after themselves <laughs> Yeah, is that like basic? Right, right. right. Is that basic? We're getting That's like into basic. the justice side of this. Yeah, yes, yeah. You should clean up after yourself. Yeah. And uh, that's what we expect of GE to clean up after themselves and do what the Environmental Protection Agency recommended for the safety of the people in Berkshire County ship the PCB toxic waste out of the state to a certified toxic dump out away from people in homes um, that's uh, that's a, that's important and there there may even be other ways of dealing with this uh, technology has increased quite a bit yes uh, there might be ways to clean this up um, I I would bet my bottom dollar that other places have cleaned up really serious poisons without having to dig it out? Well, uh, they have had other um, methods of mitigating the toxicity mm -hmm. of the PCBs, but it still requires, from what I understand, dredging the PCBs to where they can be treated. Now, yeah. There may be others that could be done in the water, but the important thing is to mitigate the toxicity, neutralize them before you transport them to a dump or transport them, yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the danger, a lot of the danger is the transportation. And we're going to be th seeing thousands of truck trips to this dump in Lee 
from Pittsfield and Stockbridge and Great Barrington and Sheffield all along the river all the way down to the Connecticut border. Wow. PCBs will be shipped up to Lee and that's dangerous. Uh, we're that's also <laughs> silly and it's hard on the, you know, there, there are lots of different things. It's like, uh, it's, you just can't even think of a worse idea. Number one, the proposed placement has it up on a hill, whereas the rain comes down, it will erode said hill. And, and said stuff that's in said pit may fall back into the water where, you know, it, it just doesn't sound... Um, I'm Jewish. Doesn't sound kosher. <laughs> yes. Um, so I would like to talk about this site for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I had I had one other question for yes. you. Um, no, why don't you why don't you go into what you're saying? But I did want to explain to our our listeners. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to and so it flows, the only show for H2O, and I'm here with Claire Leahy who is uh, discussing her perspective as someone who's directly impacted by a proposed PCP uh, dump site proposed uh, by General Electric uh, for the town of Lee. And she's discussing, you know, we're, we're discussing some of her direct impact. So you were about to share. <laughs> well, yes, I've, I've had to, I've been learning a lot about geology and hydrology and um, it's it's been good in that way. It's made me become continue being a learner. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and and I'll be learning right up until this happens. But it probably won't happen again in my lifetime. But meanwhile, um, the um, site has been described by geologists, top geologists, and hydrologists as the worst possible site that you could put. A toxic dump in that it's all sand it is has a aquifer below it the oh, water, water. <laughs> an <laughs> aquifer which is one of the largest of two only two in Lee but the importance of aquifers to a town are becoming more and more evident as we get into droughts um, and the deforestation that will go on on this hillside in order to build the dump. And it's looking like there will be some cut and fill. This is an area that's a beautiful spot, actually. We have a scenic road called Woodland Road, which is right bordering this dump, which leads to Woods Pond, which is part of the Houstonic River, and because of a dam, they're one of the most contaminated spots. Wow. Um, so that was their reasoning in putting the dump there. Uh, and meanwhile, my Like first it's not poison <laughs> enough, let's poison it some more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of my first thoughts was, oh, this is a beautiful road that we all, our whole neighborhood, our children, we have a neighborhood of young parents with, you know, teachers uh, in, a, in a neighborhood that's pretty affordable. It's not the best side of town, so you almost feel like, ooh, this is being done on the other side of the tracks. <laughs> but uh, uh, the the people 
love walking down there. You'll see runners, you'll see bikers. It's just a gorgeous scenic road. Uh, and beside this road is part of the GE 75 acres that they bought from uh, a company called Eurovia, which before had bought it from Lane Construction. Um, that property has wetlands and a vernal, one, at least one vernal pool. Uh, and it's right across the road from October Mountain. And a, and a, a, it's in an uh, environmental, environmental sensitive area that has been designated uh, with the, to have the highest protection by the state wow. as a conservation area. Um, so just cite it there. Why don't we? Why are we doing it? Why it's, you know yeah. it, it's and there's there's another point also. There's you know and, and a lot of people look at this as like oh you know economics. But guess what? There's economics in this world. Uh, yeah. We we deal with it. We pay. You know we have checkbooks, debit cards, credit cards. We may even have Venmo. <laughs> uh, and what happens? I don't know the studies, you know, what studies there are, but what happens when a, a location is sited with a potentially toxic spot? It. What happens to the values of the property? Absolutely. Um, and not no. just the people right there, but the whole town. Yes. Um, it certainly affects the town as a destination that people would like to visit or a place that you would like to buy a home. Just Sunday, I met a man at a celebration we were having called Riverfest, which was an educational uh, event where I met you, Leslie, um, and a gentleman I was speaking to was telling me about how he wanted to buy a home in Lee, and then when he found out about the dump, He's ended up in Chatham, New York, rather yeah, than in yeah. Lee. And I think our realtors are finding that. I know they're finding uh, that's yeah, happening. That's happening, uh, you know. And that's that is uh, you know a legacy of you know yeah we we're all part of this in some way or another because I believe the PCBs were mostly used for electric tra transformers and or something like that. And then in the meantime, we use that electricity. So you know. Part of this also is how do we create an economy that doesn't have all this aftertaste? You know, how, how can we create an economy that still allows for abundance and removes some of the after effects? The pollution, air pollution, air, is water. unbelievable. And we do know that there's all kinds of different uh, elements up there, and PCBs are one of them. Uh, and to have a concentrated amount of PCBs in an area is very dangerous, especially to children. And it's been shown to have horrible effects on women of ch childbearing age or our fetuses. Yeah, they not, are the most vulnerable. Yes, yeah, and not, this is a young neighborhood. So, yeah, yeah. As far as our own home goes, we had four children and. They were kind of thinking this would be a great place to have our reunions. Nobody really wants to visit us anymore. Um, my, I have a son in Maryland 
that was thinking it would be a great place to retire to. It's the family home that goes back to 1910. My husband's grandfather bought it uh, for a dollar from the paper mills way wow. back then. So there's an unbelievable history in our home, and our children loved, loved, did love, did love the home. <laughs> but uh, he was thinking he, he's a triathlon coach doing training of people swimming and running and um, biking. And he was thinking he would take our property, which is three or four acres, and take the barn and two barns and a house and make it into a wonderful venue for especially, especially wanting to do it in the Berkshires because of the beautiful scenery in the hills, not flat like where he's from. So he looked at it as, well, this is really great, and we're excited about that. And no more talk about that. Wow. Not since this has come about. And yeah, I just have to mention that we have had some illnesses. Um, my husband's mother died of lung cancer. She was not a smoker. And he has many uh, respiratory problems. And um, a... Um, um, Skin, a skin uh, condition on his legs that is very much like what GE workers were found to have. It's a very wow. scary, and the doctors can't really tell what it is. And wow. I have had two cases of bladder cancer, which is very closely connected to, to PCBs. PCBs. Up and down, um, my urologist has told me that the incidence of PCB, um, liver cancer, in this area is out of this out of wow. this world really. uh, yeah wow so, so yeah I, we're, where uh, I, I didn't really understand before that I could have been infected by all this now it's coming to light I yeah. never really made the true connection yeah and, you know we're for those of you just tuning in we're listening to uh, we're talking with Claire Leahy who uh, Claire Bunny Leahy if those of you who know about the tennis uh, we may not touch on the tennis, but I did want to touch on one thing. There's some meeting coming up. When is it? Thursday? Yes, it's Thursday. Day after tomorrow at 6 p.m. And Where? Where is it going to be? It's at the Lehigh School. And we're calling it um, a forum in order to let people know a little more about what's happening and the dangers and the facts that are coming from scientists and not just the EPA and GE story, which is pretty much what they are hearing from the media. So uh, this we, will be a wonderful way for people to come and get educated at 6 o'clock. Yeah, so is that 6 this Thursday in Lee, at Massachusetts at the Lee High School Auditorium? Auditorium, right. And uh, you're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. We were talking, we've been talking with Claire Leahy, who's, uh, you know, from Lee, Massachusetts, and having a conversation about her direct, direct, the direct impact of a possible PCB sighting in a PCB um, dump sighting in Lee. Not, not real yet, but uh, definitely proposed. And just thank you for being with us, Claire. 
Oh, Thank I you. really appreciate it. Thank you. It's just so important to get this message out so people understand yeah, what's again, happening and why we're fighting this. Um, I, you know, sometimes you got to love Massachusetts for being in the center of everything. So, you know, here we are. Uh, and again, thank you for tuning in. For those of you who love water, we're all here for you. Loving that which we need. And what are we going to do? We have some Gene Kelly coming your way. Uh, we're going to be tuning out in about five minutes. But here's a really good tune called Singing in the Rain by Gene Kelly. This is And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Uh-oh. There we go. We got it now. All right. Come on, we gotta get this tech working. Come on, tech. That was my degree IT, so I gotta help. I'm sorry. Okay, we gotta get some singing in the rain going on here. We got some Gene Kelly coming your way right now. No. We're having technical difficulties, which is why we gotta love, we gotta love being tech. What is this? Okay, Rockaway Beach is coming up. Thank God for uh, computers starting to work. Rockaway Beach, gotta love the water. You're listening to And So It Flows, the only show for H2O. Thanks again for tuning in this week. 
and next week we're gonna have some more fun so tune on in and so it flows your only show for h2o Thirsty. 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 